What's going on, podcast? We're Alicia Man, Terrence J. Welcome to Kings and Queen Podcast. Today's topic, we're going to talk about spiritual fitness. I have my, my co-host on. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are. My name is Kayla. I am from Fayetteville, North Carolina, and I have a background in social work. Hey, hi, it's your girl, P. How y'all doing? Um, uh, my name is Princess. Some people call me Coach P. I have a background in psychology with a concentration in human services and trauma. Uh, I'm from Alabama, roll tie, okay. Um, I'm currently residing in Virginia. I'm glad to be here. What's going on, y'all? This is Kate Breezy. I am from Miami, Florida. Uh, college grad from Fayetteville State University. Actually going back to school to University of Maryland, Globe Campus, to get my master's. Um, pretty much chill guy. Very impressed on these topics, so glad to be on the podcast with everyone. What's good is your boy, Big Neil, from Brooklyn, New York. Got a little background on psychology, um, retired military, and currently going back to school to focus on being a counselor. Already, already. How are everybody doing over there? Oh, we're good. I'm we fine. Good. You know I'm lit, chilling, ready for this. <laughs> Okay, okay. All right, well, let's get off into the topic of conversation. You know, this is a conversation that's been floating around um, social media for, you know, for a little minute. Um, to you, Kayla, um, when you think about spiritual fitness, um, what does that mean to you? Spiritual fitness means that you have a relationship, however that may look, with whoever you worship and that it is something that you are actively working on and you do it every day, kind of like exercising. Me as a Christian, um, in order to become spiritually fit, I have to exercise my faith. So that means praying, that means fasting, that means reading the word of God, that means going to church, however that may look. And that also means being accountable for my actions, whether that's good or bad. Okay. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now to you, um, Princess, uh, when you hear the topic or the conversation of um, spiritual fitness, what does it mean to you? So spiritual fitness, of course, when I hear the word spiritual, first thing comes to my mind is what that soul do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it, it, it's telling me it's, it's a process of either for, formation or reformatting your life. Um, with your higher power, with the help of your higher power. Some people have had society to shape who they are and shape their perceptions. And when you talk about spiritual fitness, it's doing those things, those activities, like uh, Kayla said, fasting and praying, reading, meditating, all those different things in order to um, reform or form your life. Okay, okay. All right, now to you, um, Calvin, um, when you hear the word uh, spiritual fitness, uh, what does it mean to you? To me, uh, I like to break down the words. So spiritual, something, you know, that you're praying, that you believe in it. What your beliefs are and doing that. And fitness, fitnesses can be anywhere from cardio to lifting weights and all other things. So if you combine those things, you will be doing it spiritually. So it's an out-of-body experience. And you're also like praying, you know, Meditation, fasting, finding your purpose, being grateful. Um, let's see what else. They ain't said it. But yeah, that's what I think about spiritual fitness. So it's pretty much like you getting in tune with yourself and the Lord and being on the connecting 
Okay. All right. All right. Now to you, um, Nelson, um, when you hear the word uh, spiritual fitness, uh, what does it mean to you? I want to say it means to me just having a good balance of like just body and mind. Like Kevin said, everybody else had on like just a, a full, strong um, relationship um, with your religion or what your belief system is. And just the fitness, just like overall, just good health, um, just like working out and stuff. Just a good combination of both. Okay. All right. Understand that. Understand that. Um, and to me, when I think about um, the word uh, spiritual fitness, um, I, I go back to the 24-inch gauge. And, and what made me think about the 24-inch gauge, which you're supposed to break down um, your 888, which is your um, eight hours of rest, um, eight hours to pray, and then eight hours to your family. Even though the society that we live in, it doesn't work that way. But we try to um, balance those things out because it's important to... Um, have that spiritual connect where you could be able to meditate or pray um, within that eight hour time period that you're supposed to um, and also looking at that and for me I try to eat a lot differently than what I was used to eating um, taking in a lot of that bad toxic uh, uh, food that I used to eat so now I'm on the right path of eating correctly um, and getting spiritually in tune with uh, myself and the creator above now to you, Kayla, um, when you think about the spiritual connection and, and the fitness part, um, and you, you know, we also talk about the food, what are some of the foods that you think um, a person can eat differently to kind of have that, that change of mindset, uh, body and spirit? Well, um, when it comes to food, nutrition definitely plays a part in how we um, feel and mental health and things like that. So. Um, having a more balanced diet, eating more fruits and vegetables, eating, um, drinking more water, um, in general, being more active, but particularly food, making sure that um, you are eating the right proteins in moderation, that you're eating the right fruits and vegetables, that you are taking your vitamins and supplements, and that may um, sound easy saying it because I don't follow that personally all the time, but also, if that's what we do because um, when I when I find myself eating a lot of what black people love, pork, when I see myself eating a lot of pork, I don't feel good. When I'm not drinking water, I don't feel as good. I literally, y'all can't see it, but I literally would drink like two of these a day. And it's 32 ounces of water. So if I can drink at least two of these a day, I'm set. I feel good. I'm like, I have a whole lot of energy. My appetite is kind of curved. I don't eat a whole lot of junk food, but also... Just being, just following a healthy, balanced diet helps in everything that you do. Okay, okay. Now to you, uh, Princess, how important is it to follow um, those those health guidelines, you know, when you're talking about eating correctly um, when it comes to the right fruits and vegetables uh, and meats and those things um, and herbs also as well? I absolutely think it's crucial. Um and in spiritual fitness to make sure that you're eating the proper foods. Uh, it's spirituality, you're supposed to be light. And if you're eating foods that's giving you the itis, <laughs> making you, putting you in a coma, you know, uh, that's really what, what the itis is. You, you've eaten so much that it puts you to sleep. You know what I'm saying? You've eaten so much heavy foods that your body needs to rest in order to, to digest it. 
And so when you're eating like that constantly, it's breaking the body down. And, and that's supposed to be in quotation, the house of, of which your soul is, is resting in. So if your body isn't right, then how, how your soul going to be right? How is it going to be able to operate and do the things that it's supposed to do? Hence fitness the thing that it's supposed to do in order um, to accomplish your soul mission and all the other stuff. So I think that it is crucial to, to eat proper foods, fruits and vegetables, water, you know, all that other good stuff. <laughs> okay, okay. Now to to you, Calvin, um, how important do you think it is to, to eat right and healthy um, when you think about the spiritual fitness part of, you know, things that goes into our bodies? I say it's like water, because water makes up 70% of your body. So your body eating, cor- eating food correctly is the most vital part, because um, eating like a lot of greens, a lot of uh, fruits, a lot of vegetables, uh, a lot of food like fish, chicken, things like that, that kind of helps your body and give you that good energy. And because um, things with carbs is also a huge thing. So like she said, with the items thing, you eat pork and all, and all of those fattening things, the cars is going to be aligned for your body. And sometimes your body rejected either vomiting or out the other way. So, you know, use the bathroom, doing the number two. So uh, food is definitely vital and definitely water. One thing that is also vital, but you don't eat it, is sleep. Because the body needs to recuperate and recover. Because if, it, if you're doing all these things and you're not getting the proper sleep and everything, that's going to throw your body off big time. Big fat. Big facts. Big facts. Now, um, to you, Nelson, um, when you hear the word, you know, spiritual fitness, and we were talking about the fitness aspect of it, um, how important do you think is it for us to get um, the right nurtures and nutrients and those things that um, that provides that we really need for our body? Um, it's very important to have a balanced diet for the fitness aspect. And for, like, the religious aspect for some of us, like the structure of what we should eat is in the Bible or maybe Quran of the food we should be eating to keep that well-balanced diet, like helping head on, um, rest. Uh, funny story, uh, when I was in my 30s, I gained a little bit of weight. I didn't like seeing a nutritionist trying to go over like, what was I doing um, correctly? Because we all know I'm in the army and I would do work out. So I was like, just want to know like what was um, my target weight gain. And I figured out it was the lack of sleep. Because like, when you work out, um, and get a good night's sleep, your body actually burn more calories while you're sleeping trying to recover. So not that many people like know that. So like I found it out like in my thirties. <laughs> and like also water is all important. It helps boost, um boost your metabolism. You know, drinking water before after meals. So keep um good water, uh hydration through your body and go be should be well. Now, um this is gonna be one of the questions that um you know, a lot of people wanted to know, um, and to you, Kayla, I know you was talking about, um, you know, you're drinking your water and those things. Do you think all water are the same? No. Um, I do not think all water is the same because if you are an avid water drinker, you know different brands of water taste different. So the Sani does not taste like Aquafina. Aquafina does not taste like body armor, and body armor does not taste like smart water, nor does it taste like life water. Um, even down to the store brands, Walmart water don't taste like Blue Line water. Sam's water don't taste like Target water. 
Target water don't taste like fresh market water. Fresh market water don't taste like Sprouts or Harris Teeter water. All the water tastes different, okay? So in choosing what kind of water that you choose, because I have a refrigerator that has water, and that's mostly the water that goes in here into my little container. And And to me, it tastes amazing. I add some lemon juice to it, but then when I taste... But then when I get bottled water, it tastes different. So it's so that can harm your intake because if you're if you're drinking different kinds of water, you're like, oh, I don't like this water. Like I realized that I'm not a fan of smart water, but I do love body armor water, which they don't sell enough of that because it has the electrolytes. I don't like I don't like flavored waters. I don't like Gatorades or anything like that. So when I want to input my electrolytes, I use body armor water. But also, it's, no, the short answer is no. All water does not taste the same. Okay, I got you. I got you, I got you. Now, down to you, Princess. Um, Do you think all water is the same? Absolutely not. (laughs) I'm going to say, if you look at the ingredients in in some of these different bottled waters, it's it's very different because, like, some of the electrolyte waters, they add things into it um, to give it flavor, to give it, electrolytes to give it whatever it needs so no all water is not created equal um then you got the spring water um spring water (laughs) for those who can't see me i'm doing a little quotation spring water um that that's supposed to be purified through the rocks and some of that has added stuff in it and some of that is actual spring water and some of it's not some of it's straight out the faucet you know so no all water is not created equal. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Now to you, Calvin. Uh, um, how do you feel about the whole situation where people say water is water? Well, I'm in the military. My job is public health. So let me put my public health nerd hat on real quick. Um, all water is not the same water, for one. For two, um, the purification of water goes from zero to 10 for, for alkaline water. So the higher your uh, water is, alkaline-wise, the more pure and more better it is for you. So if you've seen these centias, if you have, like, the body waters, you have different kind of waters, always check for the pH level because that's going to tell you how pure the water is or how good the water is for your body. Is tap water always good all the time? No, but you can get a filter, and it always uh, purifies that water, and that water be good for you or if you have a... A water uh, cooler like I have that, that's purified water too. It just depends on the outline uh, of the water and stuff. So like that's a, that's a big thing. Sorry, put the public health nerd hat on. So let me take it off now. <laughs> okay, okay, I got you. Um, to you, uh, Nelson. Um, do you think all water is water? Logically, I know there's different water, but to me, they all taste the same. But as far as like just drinking water and stuff, I prefer or I make sure my myself. With further reading, I try to make sure like my water is high in um how high in alkaline, so I just know that's healthy for the body and stuff, and I'm good at taking that. And so I just make sure my um, most of my waters, when I do drink it, I make sure I have um alkaline in it because I'm kind of like a natural healer. But personally, they all say the same to me. But then again, I'm a brand from the military, so. Now, um, for me, you know, um, it took me a while to to get off of. What was that water? Uh, Deer Park. I used to drink Deer Park a lot, even though I know Deer Park wasn't wasn't good for me. Um, but that's what I was around at the time. So um, I used to drink Deer Park. Um, and then once I was able to elevate 
to something different, I started drinking Voss. Um, you know, for the people that know who Voss is, Voss is a, is a pretty good water. Um, and then I went from Voss to Eccentric. And so now I've been on Eccentric and stuck on Eccentric uh, for like the last two years. I've been stuck on them. Um, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty good water, um, pH, you know, pH is pretty good in it. Um, it's like a 9.5, um, pH in it. Um, and, and which I tell people is very important to, to check those things out to see, um, because of all water is not the same, you know, water is not what we used to be back in the days where you can go outside and, and drink out the hydrant when you was outside, you know, playing football or playing basketball, you know, you used to run to the hydrant and grab that water. No, it's not the same no more. Um, you know, so it's definitely important to make sure what you putting inside your body um, is very important. My elementary school had a random water fountain in the middle of the field, and that was the best tasting groundwater I've ever had in my life. Like, just saying, groundwater is amazing. It may not be good for you. That was good water. It was always cold, even on the hottest day. That water came up cold. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And and another thing too. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to give a shout out to um to live alkaline water. You know, which is a black owned. You know, all natural, hundred uh, percent chemical free uh, water. Um, you know, it was a guy that I met at um at Dr. Umar's festival uh, last year. Um, he's a black owned um, person. You know, to sell water. I want to give him a shout out as well. Um, and so, yeah, when we talk about those waters, it was definitely important. And um, when Princess, you brought up the spring water, um, I used to always hear this uh, visiting Arkansas, um, Hot Springs, Hot Springs, Arkansas, and what they was known for, uh, they was known for Al Capone, you know, even though it was a bad thing, you know, he used to do his crime and, and run to Hot Springs, Arkansas. But the reason why he ran to Hot Springs, Arkansas is because they had that spring healing water. You know, that was the thing and that was the, what they was known for. Um, and so if anybody get a chance to visit Arkansas, you know, check out Hot Springs, uh, Arkansas, you know, which they say they got some good spring water. Now, let's get off into the topic of high fructose corn syrup. How bad is this for our body when you talk about high fructose corn syrup? It's bad. And let me tell you why. Because we don't ingest it in moderation because literally everything has high fructose corn syrup in it. Almost everything has high fructose corn syrup in it from candy to like packaged foods that we that we try to do a shortcut and because we don't feel like cooking a meal on the stove. Like to the desserts that we buy, it has high fructose corn syrup in it. And they even sell high fructose corn syrup by itself in a bottle on the aisle where you get the art, the other sweeteners. So it's bad because like anything that you, that you drink in excess is going to be bad for you. If you drink too much water, that's bad for you. If you eat too much sugar, that's bad for you, which is what high fructose corn syrup is. And if you... Like eat too much pork is bad for you. Everything is everything can be dangerous in excess. So that's why it's bad for you. It's because we ingest it in excess. We ingest high fructose corn syrup without even knowing it because we don't really read all the ingredients. You see what I'm saying? So so when people say they gotta they gotta they go to an organic lifestyle, they control that high fructose corn syrup ingest ingestation because they are ingesting things that are of higher quality. Some of the stores that I mentioned, like I shopped at Fresh Market the other day, they don't even have packaged 
they don't even really sell packaged chicken like that. You have to go to the meat counter and get your chicken. Like, they don't sell, like, a 12-pack of wings. Like, they, you have to go to the meat counter. And they, I don't even think they sell whole chickens. I don't even think they sell wings by themselves. But that's neither here nor there. You just got to go. You just got to choose. And that's where we come in. And that's a whole other situation. And I know my time is almost up. But that's where we come in where income comes into play when it comes to health. Because the more that the more that we make, the more healthier that we can afford to be. But if we don't have that income to shop there, then it's going to become detrimental. So that's why we some of us can't ingest higher quality foods because we just can't afford it. And some of us make more money and food stamps a lot. Now to you, uh, Princess, uh, how do you feel about the whole high fructose corn syrup? So uh, a lot of things man has been making, uh, gomos, engineered foods, high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, our bodies can't process that. <laughs> Therefore, because our bodies can't process it, our brain can't tell us, you know, that we've eaten uh, a certain amount of foods. Uh, our liver can't process it. Therefore, we come up with fatty liver. We come up with diabetes. We come up with all these different illnesses because we're eating stuff that we were not created to eat. So it's highly bad that we're out here eating stuff that man created instead of the stuff that God created. Fruits, vegetables, stuff from the earth. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's very bad for you. Right, which I totally agree. Um, it reminds me of a situation where uh, Samuel and he was and he was bringing up that, that pretty much a similar conversation to what you were saying, because a lot of people thought that he was actually sick because he lost so much weight. But in actuality, he changed his diet and he broke down into the diet when it came to the meats and those different things that we was eating. Um, our body is not designed to eat those uh, those type of meats. Our teeth is not designed to be doing all that chewing that what we do. Um, but yeah, it's definitely important for that um, when, when he was breaking it down because a lot of people kept asking him, um, was he sick, was he sick? And he was always say no, or he'll brush it off and finally he end up, you know, going to, um, I think it was the Jimmy Kimball show, um, if I'm not mistaken, to where he ended up having an interview and he was talking about that, you know, how our body's um, supposed to be um, processing, breaking down when you think about the digestive system and certain things uh, takes a very long time to where, um, you know, it breaks down into your body and the fatty acts and those, and those type of things. Um, and it's definitely important. So to you, Calvin, um, do you think, or what you think about high fructose corn syrup and how bad do you think it is? It's complicated. It's like a future, it's very toxic. You know how it be like toxic things, but we know it's not good for us. That's what high uh, fructose uh, fructose syrup is because it's really not good for us. Like you said, uh, Princess said, leads to so many things like high cholesterol, high triglycerides, diabetes, so much things go on with that. And remember when we talk about water, all water ain't good water? Well, all chicken nuggets ain't good chicken nuggets. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because I'm actually stationed in Germany. So they got a lot more farmers markets, a lot of meat is fresh, a lot of things is fresher. So best chicken nuggets I've ever had. It turned my wife who used to hate McDonald's into loving McDonald's here, not over in America with all the high fructose, uh, the syrup and stuff like that. So it's very bad for you. It does take a long time for your body to break it down. So normally 
depending on if you try to lose weight or not, depends on how long you stay on the gym too. Because if you're eating like that at a high rate, a lot of times for you, in order for you to burn it off, you have to do a lot of cardio or do a lot of uh, working out and stuff. And then of course, the proper thing is rest, because rest is the best natural healer of them all. Next, water, rest, exercise. Those are all natural healers. So and, we got. And, oh, go ahead. And also, to to your point, um, a lot of chemicals that are in our fast foods are not allowed in other countries. So just think about all the chemicals that are banned in other countries that the U.S. allows in our food. And so, therefore, it's, it's going to be different. That's why people from other countries, if you notice they're from here, they literally only shop at markets that are geared toward, that are geared for them. Like, when I started shopping at Sprouts and Harris Teeter, I was like, yo, this chicken don't, this chicken don't taste, don't taste the same. Like, even the seasoning, like, like I literally got some chicken from Sprouts one time and I wanted to make some chicken Alfredo and I went to my coworker and I said, why even if the chicken didn't need that much seasoning? Like, you know, when you get chicken from Walmart, you got to season that down. But literally, you only need like one or two teaspoons for a chicken when it's fresh like that. So I was just like, what in the world? And so I started to feel better when I started shopping at places other than Walmart because the food wasn't as processed. You see what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then and then at Fresh Market, they don't even have a whole lot of processed foods there. They don't they don't even sell like they don't even sell international delight creamer. Yeah. Wow. They only they only sell like oatmeal creamer. They don't even sell country crop. They don't sell bluebell. They sell real butter, real cream, real yogurt. Like like that is and people really go grocery shopping over there. And Fresh Market is not the cheapest grocery store to ever live, but like it is worth it. I love going there. Shout out to Harris Teeter. You know, hey, I'll be spokesperson. Shout out to you, boy. You know what I'm saying? Charge on the leg. Yeah, charge. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to you, boy. You know, hey, I got you. But Listen, yeah. shout out to Harris Teeter, Publix, Sprouts, Fresh Market. Don't oh, forget all these. All these yeah. has come up. Definitely. Definitely. All these, and we got a Lidl's now. So definitely shop at those places because everything is fresh. Okay, okay, that's what's up. Now to you, um, Nelson. Um, when you hear the word uh, high fructose corn syrup, um, how bad do you think it is um, when you hear that word? I mean, I, I see it as like it's like a drug. Like it's bad for you, but it makes you feel good. <laughs> but um, now, if you like understand like how your body breaks down and process certain thing, it like tricks your body. So it's like a sugar, but it's not a natural sugar. So your body like thinking it needs to like store it. So you just store like unnatural, like just fat. Like I'm gonna say at least like high blood pressure, like just high cholesterol, just diabetes, and like a whole bunch of stuff. And then like you just gotta watch um, what you're eating and like start reading things if it has a high diet of you know fruit source corn syrup. Now me, I'm lucky. Um, in the North Country, and like I said, like education is a big thing. So I focus on just eating more whole foods and stuff, and um. I'm gonna pay by the Amish people. So it's cheaper for me to like, when I'm just driving down the side of the road, just buying fresh corn, fresh green, or fresh eggs from the Amish people, cause they sell it for cheap and, you know, they don't want to make that much of a profit. So it's easy for me to eat healthy up here. But yeah, just pay attention to that. But, you know, it makes your food taste good. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely that. Um, 
I'm gonna tell you something so funny that you end up saying that, um, you know, shopping with the Amish. Um, you know, a lot of people don't understand when you, when you think about foods and vegetables and those things and how important it is um, to get a seedlit watermelon compared to getting a seedless watermelon. <laughs> um, it's very important, you know, we don't realize that like getting a seeded orange compared to getting a seedless orange or a seedlit grape compared to getting a seedless grapes. Um, and people tell me about uh, cotton candy grapes. I don't know why people be so hyped about cotton candy grapes when it's genetically modified. Um, but you know, they try to say it's not genetically modified, but it's made in a lab. That's basically telling you that it's genetically modified. You know, if you're telling me that it's made in a lab, but it's not uh, genetically modified. So we have to, you know, pay attention to those things uh, uh, when we go shopping these uh, grocery stores. Um, you know, if it don't have a seed in it, everything should have a seed in it. You know, when you when you grab something to eat, especially when it comes to your fruits, um, when it comes to your oranges, when it comes to your apples, when it goes to your lemons, your limes, your um, your pineapples, when it goes to your mangoes, when it goes to your cherries, um, everything's supposed to have a seed in it. And it's, and it's definitely important for that to have that seed um, when you're giving those whole fruits and uh, vegetables and those things. Now to you, um, Kayla. Um, do you have any closing remarks? Let's um, let's drink more water um, and mind our business. Now to you, um, Princess. Uh, do you have any closing remarks? Oh my gosh, Kayla, you are hilarious. <laughs> um, yes. So it's important to get your sleep. Make sure you're drinking enough water. Know how much water you're supposed to be drinking. Because when I talk to people, it'd be like, how much water are you drinking? They'd be like, oh, I had like 20 ounces. That is not enough. <laughs> you like 210 pounds. <laughs> and you just did two workouts a day. And you only had 20 ounces of water. Come on now. Let's do better. So know how much water you need to drink in, in order to replenish your body. Um, get, get, get rest. Make sure you keep that balance. Uh, do the things that you have to do spiritually because they, they affect each other. Spiritual health and physical health, they, they, they work together. You, you can't have one and not the other. Something's got to give. So, so make sure you keep those balances and, and do both spiritual fitness, meditation, um, prayer, all that other good stuff. And along with your physical fitness, make sure your, your nutrition is right. You out there do, doing stuff, moving, walking, running, whatever your, your thing is. Um, and stay healthy. Hi. <laughs> already, I already appreciate that. Um, to you, Calvin, do you have any closing remarks? Listen, manifest your physical and spiritual fitness. But when you manifest it, you got to take the first step to do it. But I know these things are bad for me. Well, let's, let's do some of the opposite to have some good things happening, like eating your fruits and vegetables, making sure you're cooking your food correctly. Because seasoning, and all good seasoning, ain't good seasoning so definitely make sure you're seasoning your food correctly but also like i said um you know prayer meditation the three main things i i, I hit on fitness drinking water and sleep those are the three natural drugs that you can do to help your body <laughs> uh, yeah these are the natural drugs my cousin broke it down like this because he's a doctor he's a pharmacist he said it's a drug because you're once you're addicted to the sleep it actually helps you <laughs> Because your body needs to recover. A lot of people don't let their body recover. So think about when we was like 20s and stuff like that. How often have we been going out, eating all fast foods and stuff, sleeping late or, you know, turning up and drinking? 
I'm an avid drinker, so I'm not saying it's bad for you and stuff like that. But how often do you go to sleep and don't go to sleep for a long time? Your body, your body's like telling you, hey, I need to recover. Because if you don't do the spiritual and the physical fitness well, your body ain't going to tell you. Your body's just going to show you. It's like, all right, we need this. Okay, we don't. I'm going to put you down right now. I was taking naps in college. <laughs> and from somebody, from somebody who got put down one time last year, don't do it. And, and I want to add one more thing to your drug list. Sun. Get out and get some sun. Yes. Oh, yeah. The vitamin D is serious. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm like vitamin D. I'm not being a pervert. <laughs> Big fat. Sun, sun got all types of nutrients, you know. Um, those people that, that live off a of sun diet, they just go out and get the sun to get all those nutrients and uh, it's good. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's funny you mention that because since I've been up here in the North Country, it's um, hardly no sunlight up here. And they're freaking, I actually like, had to like start taking a pill because I had that vitamin D deficiency. Because it's like always blocked out. It's big in Germany too. Right. Yeah, so I had to like really, so I like really go out and like fucking and sunbathe a lot now and just make sure I get natural, sunny D. <laughs> not not okay. sunny D is not orange juice. That is not orange juice. Hold up, hold up. So what is it then if it's not orange juice, ma'am? What is it then, ma'am? I'm now, now I'm curious now. Now see you put see see you put the theory out there. What is it, ma'am? It's a juice drink. It is not orange juice. It is not made from fresh oranges. Yeah, it's not natural. You can taste it. If you don't shake it up before you drink it, it's chalky. That's that's not what orange orange juice is pulpy from the orange. Not chalky from fake stuff. Don't give <laughs> orange juice is not going to help you get over your cold. I mean, orange juice will help oh, you get over your cold, but Sunny D will not help you get over your cold. Yeah, that's crazy. Sunny D is the only um, juice that I know you could pour it in a glass of ice and it'll still be hot. <laughs> right. and, and, um, and for and for the women, men, close your ears for the women out there. Um, when we're taking these medications, let's let's drink our water, our cranberry juice, and eat our yogurt. That's mm. all I'm going to say about that. Mm. The lady has spoken. Yeah. Now to you, um, Nelson, do you have any closing remarks? Uh, just to, um, I just concur with everybody say just have the well-balanced diet of just like sleeping, drinking water, uh, eating right. Um, I just let you even caveat like the healthiest I've probably been in my life was like my first deployment all in Afghanistan. Just forced to just drink water, walk a lot because doing the being in war and just like just drinking water and just like eating. I kind of right, I guess. I don't know, eating more fresh things. Find out how to kill a goat out there, eating fresh goat. And also the caveat, like I have an uncle who um, focused on eating right and stuff. So he bought like, I guess like um, a, a normal size house and like turned his backyard into like a mini farm. So he started off for like just buying like small chickens and stuff. And then like he had a section for like greens and he just like rotates off that. It's like very cost efficient. Doesn't cost him an arm and a leg. And he like actually like feeds himself, like gets his breakfast from the eggs from his chickens. Every so often when his chickens get good enough, he kills them. He has fresh chickens and then he has the vegetables. So it's kind of like he's not eating processed food and it's been working well for him. So if you don't want to. So if you're not looking like being in the North Country buying food from the Amish, you know, just investing in a backyard of you, able to get a backyard and like have your own mini farm. So you're not getting a charge, an arm and a leg to eat whole foods at Harris Teeter. 
in other places. Everybody don't have money. We were, some, some people are broke, you know, just, you know. You're right. Look, You're right. Looking out for the people in the, in the other tax bracket. You're right. Before middle class. It got to a point where I couldn't even afford them stores. But now, but now, but now that I'm back. Now that I'm back. Oh. But I mean, it costs nothing like to plant greens, like collard greens and stuff. And like your vegetables and just watering plants and stuff. And then you're eating off of that. Now the chickens may cost some money, but like after that, they start paying for themselves. And you get free eggs. Well, yeah, this was definitely a good um, podcast to talk about, you know, because it's definitely important to um, be connected to your your four corners, which I call it uh, spiritually, mentally, physically and emotionally um, with your body. Um, it's definitely important to have those four elements um, in order to continue your life journey, um, eating correctly, drinking correctly. Um, you know, praying correctly and meditating correctly um, is definitely important for that. And, you know, we're going to continue this conversation. You know, another time we'll get everybody um, together and continue this conversation. And on that note, my name is Terrence J. And we out. It's an after hours. Later. <laughs> <laughs>